0: So you came dressed in your best tablecloth to work today.
1: It's Ralph Lauren. (laughs) A Ralph Lauren tablecloth. It's gorgeous. (laughs) You, sir, are not who I take my fashion cues from. Not now, not ever.
0: Hi, Ellen Marsh. Whatever.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gonna... I love
0: you so much. I love you so much. I love you. I love you. <laughs> you guys, if you're hearing this the day this comes out, we are about to start the second leg of our tour. We just did our shows in D.C. and Philly. Spoiler alert, we're recording this before then,
1: but I'm assuming they were amazing. I'm am assuming we had a blast. Yeah. I assume that I brought a pair of underwear, yeah. we ate pizza in bed at midnight, yeah. and we woke up with a little bit of acid reflux, and all is <laughs> fine.
0: Come see us on tour we honestly don't know when we're gonna be able to get back out there and do it so if you live in Seattle San Francisco LA or Denver get your tickets we're coming to see us this week yeah because
1: we were just talking we don't know when we're gonna
0: be able to go back out I know the other thing you guys if you want more Ellen and me join us on the Patreon three full ad free bonus episodes every month we are covering the bananas stuff right now right <laughs> now we're covering evil lives here it,
1: it sure does and she does it does the evil they is do. There.
0: he does I'm not gonna put it on the ladies yeah sure. it almost never is the ladies except for the sometimes <laughs> yes. sometimes end up being the ladies. But if you're covering Snapped, it's always the ladies. Always the ladies. So sometimes the evil is lots of murder, lots of
1: mayhem. Yeah.
0: We're laughing pretty hard over on the Patreon.
1: We're trying to find the laughs. Yeah. We're working hard, usually at our own expense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't know where to go and whenever we don't know where to go, we just start divulging each other's secrets. (laughs) It's
0: true. Sometimes we beep them, sometimes we forget. So you never know what you're going to get. Join us on Instagram, The Disappeared Pod. Join the Facebook group, Obsessed with Disappeared Podcast discussion group, We're over 20,000 members in there now, girl. I know. It's a fucking blast. Come find your true crime besties. What else? How you say one more thing? I'm on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> hey, I was thinking it would be something funny and, and adorable, but twasn't.
1: Oh. Yeah. Your, you were on TikTok for three days.
0: Yes, and I did mostly lip syncing to Alanis Morissette's. Yeah, and you look in the wrong camera. <laughs> <laughs> girl,
1: Upstart is
0: back. You guys, look, if you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like a never-ending cycle of debt. Believe me, I know what that feels like.
1: I can talk about this all day. If you need to slide into my DMs, you're totally welcome. No. Because here is the deal. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan, and it's all done online. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score, and it's expanding access to affordable credit, and that's what it is all about. And get this, you guys.
0: Whether it's paying off credit cards consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses. Over a half million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. It is life changing, you guys.
1: And now listen, nobody asked me for this, but I'm going to tell you. You take a five minute online rate check and you can see your rate right up front for the loans between $1,000 to $50,000. Just go get $1,000 if you need $1,000.
0: So you guys find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when all right, you guys. Season 5, episode 11, The Vortex, tells the story of the disappearance of Ben McDaniel.
2: A 30-year-old man pursues his dream of being a scuba diving instructor.
3: That's all he could talk about was diving.
4: In just a few months, he had long 250 dives.
2: Ben McDaniel explores an underwater cave in Florida and disappears.
5: A person cannot survive in a cave forever.
2: Leading his family to believe he has perished.
6: I said they there thinking this, this can't be happening.
2: But when the world's best divers search for him, all emerge with the same conclusion.
7: The general consensus is he's not in that cave.
2: It's a notion that launches a mystery and draws people from all over the world seeking
6: answers. We received an email from Australia. They said, we want to set the record straight.
1: Okay.
0: Ben McD and the McDLT. I-
1: that's exactly what I thought. No, Give it up for no. John McDean, the BDLT. Anyone know what that is? Anyone know what that the is? The Rosie O'Donnell Show. Rosie O'Donnell is on TikTok. I and know. she is not to be believed. I know. She actually, wait, I let me know. tell you the story. She had dinner plans with Mariska Harkate uh-huh. and didn't have her number. Uh-huh. So she put out a TikTok and no. went, Mariska, <laughs> I lost your number. <laughs> if you're seeing this, I can't meet for lunch. She literally sent... A message oh my God. to her public TikTok to let Marishka know she couldn't make lunch. I'm gonna
0: get on TikTok and be like, Payne Lindsay, if I don't show up for drinks, I don't know your number.
1: So Take off is, your shirt Is <laughs> that so off a your picture. shirt, Payne Lindsay. She literally is just texting people through TikTok. It's not to be believed.
2: On a humid Monday evening in mid-August 2010, members of the McDaniel clan gather at the family home in southern Tennessee for a celebration. It's Patty McDaniel's birthday, and she and her husband, Shelby, are delighted to be in the company of their grown
6: sons. We generally have a a dinner all together as a family uh, on somebody's
2: birthday. 30-year-old Ben McDaniel has made the trip from Florida for the occasion.
0: It's a humid Monday evening in mid-August 2010. I said gross. A humid evening.
1: Yeah, my hair just yeah. went like out. It just it just <laughs> was like What? Humidity? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We
0: are with members of the McDaniel clan as they gather at the family home in Tennessee for a celebration. So,
1: we're going to be In the ocean. Okay. Okay. Wait, we are? In this episode? A lot of this episode... Well, is it the ocean? No, it's not the ocean. Did you... Are you drunk? Well... It's not the ocean. I did have a kombucha, (laughs) which has a tiny bit of alcohol. No,
0: girl. That is 6%. That's like a Budweiser and a half. Kombucha? Well, the kombucha that they sent us. Really? Yeah.
1: okay. Well, we're going to be in the open
0: water. So I was hammered. Just so you all
1: know where we're starting from. Could you imagine if we did an episode hammered?
0: Yes. I can't imagine what it would be like to record an episode hammered.
1: We have never done that. You and I have never done that. But I can't speak for other No, podcasts. I don't
0: secretly drink before you get here to be able to put up with you.
1: Aw, it sounds like all of my exes. How sweet. No, but I just want to say, we are dealing with open water, and I want to tell you all it's that- It's not I'm, open water. It's water. It's a small little swimming hole, girl. Did you watch the episode? Well, I'm Patty certified, <laughs> okay. okay? I am Patty certified, and I'm also terrified of the water. Do you know that movie, Open Water? Did yes. you ever say- I saw
0: it signed the Movie now
1: i also saw it in the movie theater and that is my literal and actual nightmare man let me tell you the only reason i am patty certified which means i am certified to scuba dive yeah. is because my then boyfriend turned husband turned ex-husband yeah. at the time said you'll never get your scuba certification and i was like huh and oh i was my like God. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> the only way to get me to do something is to say that i can't which leads me to yeah. let you know that i'm five years old okay <laughs> I bet you can't clean up your room. (laughs) Yes,
0: I can. I bet you can't let us get the podcast episode back on track. Oh.
2: (laughs) Just a few months earlier, Ben had moved from his parents' home to a condo in the picturesque community of Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, where he is pursuing his dream to be a dive instructor.
3: That's all I could talk about was Davin and the things that he's been doing and, and what he's gonna do next with Davin.
0: This is where we meet 30 year old Ben McDaniel. He's at home. The family, they love him.
1: And then we meet Mama Patty, and Mama Patty yeah. goes from zero to wreck. Let she's me, a wreck. She's the a totally we see a wreck. Her.
0: Let me ask you this Do you know why
1: they're all gathered at the family home? Uh, it was Mama Patty's birthday. Okay.
0: I've already introduced the listeners to Mama Patty.
1: Right, but I'm introducing her as her being a hysterical wreck <laughs> from know. the
0: jump. Well, her kid is missing. No, is that okay abs- with you? that she cries or no?
1: No, I love you, Mama Patty. She is you and me.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 this yeah. Is,
1: she is what I think I would be like if I were on this show at all times. Totally. I am always confused at how cool, calm, and collected most people are. Yeah. Mama Patty is me. So we learn about
0: Benny Boo that a month before this party, he had moved from his parents' home to Florida where he's pursuing the dream of becoming a dive instructor. Sorry, did you want
1: to go back to how Christopher described the area that he was in in Florida? Tell
0: me everything. It's
1: picturesque. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I've heard of Florida being referred to by many adjectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nary a picturesque. Yes. Yeah. He was diving
4: at every opportunity he had got. In just a few months, he had logged 250 dives. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing.
2: Growing up, Ben had always been drawn to the water.
6: I think he really enjoyed the water, the sound of the water, and uh, the nature and the animals that were in the water. He used to always tell me when he was growing up that he wanted to build his house over water and have the floors glass so he could see the fish underneath.
0: This guy's logged two hundred and fifty dives in a month. That's a lot of dives. What's that divided by thirty?
1: I don't know.
6: Okay, a, but a it's million? a million
0: It's a
1: yeah. Lot. Someone's gonna tell me about it.
0: One of his family members tells us that he was always drawn to the water. He wanted to have a glass-bottom house.
1: Yeah, I know <laughs> that that's, sounds terrifying. That does sound terrifying. That sounds
0: really terrifying. Um,
1: he was a water person. Do you know what you are? What a land person. I, I
0: like swimming. Uh, I'm a good swimmer. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Do you want to go diving?
0: Not diving. No. No, I don't ever want to go diving.
1: Ben had been scuba diving. Ben had been scuba diving. (laughs) Ben had been been scuba diving since he was 14 and he was- (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: That kombucha is really hitting you, huh?
1: (laughs) What if I was drunk off kombucha? (laughs) No, he was just a general fearless per He was- (laughs) Ben was a fearless person. He loved adventure. He loved trying new things. Now, we get slow talking Papa Shelby. I
3: know. Papa
1: Shelby's in no hurry. Remember those rocking chairs that we talked about a couple episodes back? I'll bet Papa Shelby was in those during these (laughs) interviews.
2: On that August evening at his mother's birthday dinner, Ben can't get his mind off his next planned adventure, a cave dive in Florida. He hates to leave. But to make it back in time to dive the next day, he's got to get on the road. And start the seven-hour journey home. As he eases his car onto the gravel road, his family looks on, waving goodbye.
6: As he went out the door, or rather down the driveway, he did thumbs up. Says Mom and Dad, you're the greatest. You're my best friends.
0: We- that the next day like that he's got to leave the family party early because he's got to get home to go do this cave dive and I said what is fun about that
1: I went cave diving in Sardinia that is bananas it was bananas I had to ascend I got so <laughs> freaked out I had to
0: ascend what look there's a lot of diving language that gets used in this episode that I'm gonna have a lot to say about when we get there we're about to have a whole episode about deep penetration there's,
1: they say <laughs> penetration a lot I was wondering if you were gonna have a problem with that and what we would have to beep in this episode. No. I went cave diving off the coast of Sardinia and it was the scariest thing and I think that's the closest thing I've ever had to a panic attack. Do you
0: know... You said, but I
1: I'm gonna tell you why, and then you're gonna make fun of me.
0: Okay, but I just wanted to say that, like, every time you say you go cave diving, you're only increasing the number of DMs you're getting from the lesbians.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: No, we can't make that joke, Jennifer. The
1: lesbians love it.
0: But can we say cave diving? Is that like do the listeners know that like I am a lesbian, that I was raised by lesbians, that if I could be anything, I would be a lesbian? Like, or does you it? You tell sound us, like, Jennifer. Does it sound like I'm making fun of lesbians, Jennifer, because it's the opposite.
1: No, but I went cave diving and I'm gonna tell you why I had to ascend and then you're gonna make fun of me. Great,
0: let's continue this train right off the rails. You know what I mean? Okay, I won't T- tell you.
1: No, don't we, don't tell me, I wanna know, I wanna know. I didn't have a warm enough wetsuit because I was so cold. Because <laughs> I'm and- so teeny tiny. The thing about me, no, I'm so petite,
0: I can't even go swimming. <laughs> no, if what's I don't swimming? I have to take a shower. And I knew boil it, in I knew water. it. I knew exactly I, just, I walk yeah. myself to the bathroom all the way from my bedroom, and it's so far, and I'm so tiny that I have to take a break, I have to bring my canteen, I have to sit and drink my water, because I'm so little, I'm so little, I'm so so feminine, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yes, done.
2: (laughs) Two days later on Wednesday, Ben McDaniel wakes up to a beautiful sight, the coast of the Florida Panhandle, on a brilliant sunny August morning. He is home at the beach condo where he lives with his closest confidant a rescue dog named Spooner.
6: I think he was bonded to Spooner because she really needed to be cared for, and, and uh, that was just right down his alley. That dog was always with him. He would take Spooner everywhere.
1: Ben lives with his little bestie. You know who his bestie is? His
6: little rescue dog, Spooner. Well, I didn't know you were going to finish the sentence for
1: me. You, you asked me a question! I was asking the people a question. You asked me a question. So so anyway, <laughs> the day in question, may I talk? <laughs>
0: Tell us more about how little you are and how cold you get. I'm freezing. You guys, he's jiggling his <laughs> shoulders back and forth when he says that. I'm so tiny. L- uh, oh, I'm so tiny. This- I told you that my tr- my trainer, Paul, will be at the gym, and he's like, well, and I can't do an Irish accent, so he'll be like... No,
1: try it. Try know- <laughs> it. Please do
0: it. <laughs> try it. Well, I can't... I can't... I can't... I can- <laughs> yeah, try it again. Try it again. Keep
1: going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well... I got to take my nap. That's that's what he says. Uh But Paul will always tell me that he can't do certain moves because he's so skinny. Uh And I'm like, okay, Paul. Uh He's a narrow and I'm a wide. I get it.
1: (laughs) Your accents are abysmal. Do you
0: think, do we have a greater understanding of why I did not get accepted to the drama program at Emerson?
1: Every day we record. (laughs) It becomes more and more clear. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She landed on her feet. (laughs) Then plans on a full day of scuba diving. So he leaves Spooner at home and drives an hour inland to Ponce de Leon, Florida, a small town known for its crystal clear springs and an underwater cave called the Vortex.
5: He had became part of the scenery there at Vortex. He dove there often.
2: Despite the oppressive temperatures outside, the water of Vortex Springs stays a moderate 68 degrees year-round, making it a playground for divers who come from all over the country.
0: So Ben goes to the place. What are we calling the thing? It's like it's like a small hole in the earth.
1: It's very popular. It's called the Vortex. Yeah. it's in Ponce de Leon. It's a it's world a
0: spring. That's what it's called. It's a fucking spring. We cannot think of the name yeah, of we what it. Yeah, dr- I was like,
1: it's not the ocean. It's it's... A... It's... Wait, what did you call it, it? a, a water hole? hole. Yeah, yeah I, was... I called it a,
0: a quarry. Yeah, no, like... it's a spring. It's right. like a natural spring.
1: But it is known for these really narrow, really complex and scary cave dives, and Ben does a lot of diving. There. But and it is
0: a cool thing. Like we got to give Florida some props because, like, it's a cool thing where families go and like the kids can swim and play, and like divers can go scuba dive there. And it's not very big. Like you see a picture of it, yeah. and it looks like a small pond.
6: Ah,
1: uh, there's lots of fish and lots of eels. So Gross. I said, absolutely not. Absolutely lots of jetsam. Now I got her, boys. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Have you not with seen the an eel in real life? Did you hear when I talked about how I've scuba dived before? Yeah, yeah. But it was so cold. Yeah. yeah be right brought back up. To no, the I stairs. saw eels in Mexico and in the Caribbean. They're so disgusting. Going up and on, I hated them in The Little Mermaid.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> Growing up on Cape Cod, you'd go fishing sometimes you'd get an eel.
1: Absolutely it looked not. They look like a fucking snake. They're I water noticed, snakes. They're big water snakes. It's not nothing. their fault. Leave
0: the eels alone. Do you but, know
1: what a moray eel is? No. Google it. No, yeah. I won't. It will give you nightmares. I won't do that. They're so big. Does, it, like, look, does it have
0: a face like your face? Glub.
1: No, I'm way uglier.
2: <laughs> ben spends his morning away from the crowds, testing his equipment and making exploratory dives into the cave. He keeps a log with detailed notes of the depths he surveys and updates it each time he surfaces.
5: He was making a map of his own of the cave system of Vortex Spring, and um, his logbooks indicate that he had made deep penetration dives into the cave.
2: At 7 o'clock, Ben plans for one last dive that day.
5: So Ben is there to do his dive in this cave,
0: and this is the first time he says he notes that he had made deep penetration into the caves. And I said, "Ellen, having your cougar summer of horniness, mm-hmm. how you doing over there? Great. Oh yeah. Do
1: you have more questions? For I me? do. Go we'll ahead. get there.
0: Go no, ahead. No, not, no, no, not No, no, not ask at me some juncture. questions about
1: my cougar summer.
0: Oh, are you done? Who <laughs> you gonna have
1: at? So, are, are you done doing that? No, I have a cutoff of Labor Day. <laughs> I've given myself till Labor Day. So,
0: she called me yesterday after a <laughs> conquest of a. And then she's like, I'm going to be done on Labor Day. I'm going to be done. And then I, I said to her, you know what's going to happen? The day after Labor Day, she's going to call me and she's going to be like, I'm pushing to Thanksgiving. I'm going to, it's going to be a long,
1: it's been <laughs> a fun summer. Listen. <laughs> It was was a long 2020. Uh Uh-huh. Now And uh, 2021's looking up. And I'm just saying,
0: this is an episode full of deep penetration. This is not the last time we're going to hear it.
1: When was the last time you were deeply penetrated?
2: (laughs) Fish and eels swim around him as he descends into the darkness of the cave. Once inside, Ben swims another 300 feet to a locked gate. An ominous sign perched along the side of the cave warns uncertified divers, there's nothing worth dying for in here
5: witnesses saw him at what is known as the gate, which is at about 300 feet penetration into the cave. And beyond that point, of course, it becomes more and more dangerous.
1: So there's this part of the vortex and it's called the gate and it is about 300 feet down.
0: You said a lot of words quickly. The vortex is is the cave. Like that's what it's called. Right. right? And the gate is like a real actual thing.
1: It is an actual. It's an actual gate. gate. Now, 300. They did say 300, right? So I'm a novice patty diver. I'm... O- <laughs> what is so funny. What is so funny? Nobody is laughing. What?
0: I am a novice patty no, diver. No, but I
1: Please. am. I'm only allowed to go down to 90 feet, and uh-huh. I've only dove down to 70 feet. That's, That's still a- deep. It's so fucking deep. And, the- and it's deep dark, penetration. and it's cold, and the penetration is deep. <laughs> So, th- when they said yeah. 300, I know. it's far. 300, I mean, you really have to be an expert and advanced diver. More on that later. Put a pin in that. Yeah. And in order to. I thought you
0: said more on that later.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> Both track. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing about but this. But more on the gate okay. and what you need to go to go that deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, we are such you guys tool bags right Yeah, now.
0: but the thing is, the gate is the thing that keeps the novice divers out from the certified divers. The certified divers are allowed to go beyond the gate. Certified cave divers, certified because cave divers. Right, there's
1: seven different levels of PADI certification you can acquire.
0: <laughs> Why is this so funny to you? Because <laughs> I've never heard that word before. PADI. Yeah, it's the scoop. It's... Do you know what scuba stands for?
1: Wait, oh, PADI stands for Professional Association of Dive Instructors. Okay, and. SCU- uh, uh,
0: don't Google it.
1: Nope, I'm not even Google. No, scuba. self-contained underwater
0: breathing apparatus. Also, do you know how many feet are in a mile? No. Five thousand two hundred and eighty.
1: Do you know how many minutes are in a year? Five
0: hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred.
1: Actually, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Jonathan Larson just thought that sounded like a good round number. Wow. Look it up. Google it. Okay. So,
0: but the point is, they really don't want uncertified divers. It's like cave divers going into the cave.
1: Certified cave divers. Yeah, that's what I said. No, okay. That's what I said! No, you said uncertified divers. No, he was a certified I, Jennifer, diver. can you
0: please play what I said? No, oh, well, yeah, they really don't want uncertified divers. It's like, see? see? <laughs> So they have this gate locked, and only the certified divers get a key. But they got it! Okay, but I'm saying, and right next to this gate is a sign that literally says there's nothing worth dying for in here. Oof. Like, saying, like, if you're not certified, don't go in there.
1: Yeah, I have a, a same, I have a pair of underwear that's say and that.
0: so they say that there are witnesses down, wait, what did you just say?
1: Huh? What did you just say? I didn't say anything. What?
0: <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what? Remember that time you this the day before oh my god poor jennifer's beeping so much
1: <laughs> jennifer's like ah, yeah. you guys only got five beeps an episode right now. exactly she's putting us on beep patrol <laughs> friday august 10th 2020 we're in vortex spring and it's a friday morning we're in the same At- place we just were did you watch this thing what, am i we being just- that confusing I, just it's like two days later okay it's two days later <laughs> What were you doing to me, you fucking fish hook? Okay, so two days later, wow, I am being micromanaged. Steve, I'm being micromanaged. He's gone. We're just in this booth. It's just you and me with a locked door.
0: The thing is, no one can hear either of us scream. That's the point of this thing. (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> the point of this thing. That's we so burned alive in here. Nobody would know.
1: Oh, that's so scary and dark. Yeah. But an employee by the name of Eduardo notices that Ben's truck was still there. And he's like, wait a second. That's definitely been there since Wednesday. And now it's Friday and it's 9 a.m. And I haven't seen Ben.
0: And so- it's very like Ben's never done this before. Yeah. And Eduardo knows him. The- Eduardo is a very experienced diver. He knows Ben. He actually saw Ben at the gate. He was one of the divers that was down there.
1: Right. So Eduardo tells the staff and then they contact the Holmes Sheriff Department, and they were like, his car has definitely been here for two days. Like, yeah. something is weird. So a bunch of local divers go down to the cave. Including
0: Eduardo. Like, I'm saying, like, they're looking for a body at this point. I'm like, Eduardo, girl, you don't... That's not on your fucking contract. You don't have to go down in search of a body.
1: A- a body. I love you so much. Body, a-, a body. Adi, adi.
0: <laughs> if you were presumed dead somewhere and I was standing outside, I would send the professionals in. I don't need to see your corpse.
1: Yeah, okay. That and was... That got dark real fast. But I'm
0: just saying... Like, I don't need to see your corpse. Yeah,
1: and then, uh, the yeah, I mean, sure, say corpse one more time. You know what I mean?
2: Scuba divers in the vicinity of Vortex Spring, including Eduardo, volunteered to descend into the cave to search for Ben.
5: A person cannot survive in a cave forever. Um, You have a very limited bottom time based, of course, on your depth. So you're not going to presume that the subject would still be alive inside the cave for two days. In diving, there's very few rescues. 99% of the time, they're recoveries.
1: So let me just say this. There are things that I hope that people take away from this podcast. Helpful life advice. Things that we learn along the way, right? Like you can't hide your own dead body. Things. Uh-huh. And, important, huh, non-obvious important, things. Yeah, I feel like we're helping people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're informing people. Okay, I, I feel think like got it. So this detective tells us that a person... <laughs> Cannot survive in a cave underwater forever. Not forever.
0: But you know what else he says? Just to drive that point home, he says, you have a very limited bottom time. Yeah. Somebody has not spent much time in the West Village. Hey, bitch! Hey, (laughs) Hey, bitch! I got endless bottom time down here, bitch!
1: You have half an hour of bottom time?
0: (laughs) I can give you all the bottom time you're looking for, bitch!
1: (laughs) Something else that I really appreciate is people who don't sugarcoat things. Yeah, yeah. And I am a sugarcoater myself. I like to really (laughs) dance around the issue. But this is where... The dive expert tells us that there are very few rescues
0: (laughs) and mostly just recoveries. When it comes to, like,
2: missing divers.
1: Yeah, I was like, well, again, (laughs) this got dark real, real fast. Because
2: of the dangers of cave diving, police fear that Ben may have perished in the cave.
7: There's so many things that can go wrong in a cave. You can get hung up on sharp rocks. uh, You can get silted out, which is, it'll go from crystal clear visibility to zero visibility in a blink of an eye. Anything can break, anything can go wrong, anything can malfunction, including the human brain.
1: So then we meet Ed, the expert diver. Now yes. I did a side goog on Ed, and he is very, very well known yeah. in the dive world and the search and rescue world. Totally. He's a very big deal. Did you do a side goog on him? I don't have time to do that.
0: Uh-huh. I gotta get ready for the podcast. I watched the episode.
1: On 1.5?
0: I did watch this on 1.5. Okay. <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs>
1: The only reason I don't do it is because I don't know how to. (laughs)
0: So the thing is, like, they're saying that, like, to drive point the home that he's probably dead. They tell us there's lots of things that can go wrong in a dive. And I'm like, why would anybody do this? Well, Why would you intentionally go to a place you can't breathe and then go even further into a cave?
1: I mean, that's the thing that I always, whenever I dove, that's what I used to think. I used to think, we're not supposed to be here. No. (laughs) If (laughs) God intended us to be here, he would have given us the ability and we're not supposed to be there. I guess
0: you could think the same thing on a plane, though. You know what I mean? Sure. Say, and I do have that. One minute of turbulence. And I'm like, we're not supposed to be here. Yeah. This is what we got. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fiery.
1: Before we got on the plane to get to Nashville, he turned to me and he said, you know, if there's 10 seconds of turbulence, <laughs> I am jumping.
0: <laughs> I was like, are you prepared to hold the head of a 43-year-old bitchy queen <laughs> in your lap? Because if there's 10 seconds of turbulence, this is going to happen.
1: Can you not say your age? <laughs> you-
2: While local divers continue the initial underwater search the police examine Ben's vehicle for clues. Inside the truck, they find Ben's wallet containing his driver's license and an unusually large sum of money, $1,100.
5: He left his wallet in the area of his truck. He left everything in place like he had definitely planned on coming back.
2: This reinforces the investigator's theory that Ben suffered a fatal
1: accident in the
2: cave.
0: Again, I say, this is a clue. This is not like a random thing. Why would he have $1,100 in cash in his truck?
1: Yeah. That's a clue. Just so you know, that number is different in different accounts that I found online. What, is it
0: about the same? Nah,
1: one of them said 600, one of them said 800 and then upset, and and there were several. Guys, there is a lot to dive into on this case. Oh, look at
0: her. Oh, with the puns and everything. I
1: didn't even mean to. (laughs) Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, back to the diving in the spring. The searchers, they emerge from the water with three decompression tanks that all belonged to Ben. They had his name on them. And they are saying that, like, you need these tanks for when you're resurfacing from those depths to not get the bends.
1: Oh, what oh, look yeah. at you. What are the
0: bends? It, the bends is when like there's like the CO2 in your blood doesn't oxidize quickly enough as you rise to the surface. you literally get like bubbles. You literally yeah. I was This is not my first true crime podcast. A lot of this shit happens in the water. The bends. Oh well there's a lot of like diving be... accidents and people going missing and
1: Travis scared the shit out of me about getting the bends.
0: Give me like how he would say it to you. He
1: was like right Ellen before you ascend <laughs> you gotta stop you gotta hold the rope or you get the bends. You get bubbles in your blood you fucking dying like Minutes.
0: <laughs> Did he have his shirt off when he was saying stuff okay. like that? Like he was getting into his wetsuit? Did that wetsuit really like hug his lean, taut British body?
1: Can you shut the whole fucking <laughs> fuck up? <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Just shut the whole fucking fuck up. There's this much of, of it. Uh huh. Yeah. Just, the shout, whole thing. just that whole thing. The whole thing.
0: The fuck. Yeah. The fuck up. Yeah. 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 Okay. The way you guys. The look of. <laughs> the look of true rage yeah. on her face. <sighs> Are you mad because you don't have that body anymore?
1: Huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's so much I can't say. Anyway, deep
0: penetration.
1: Don't want to entice any listeners.
0: Okie (laughs) dokie. But the whole thing is that, like, A, these tanks proved that he had been in the water, but there was only one that was full. And that really throws everybody off because they're like, well, they would have to be... Look, you need these to be full to get back to the surface.
1: You have to rebalance the levels of nitrogen in your body. Okay, the
0: point is, there's only one that is full and there's three that they found. They're they're sort of like doing the math and they're like, wait, something fishy is happening here. (laughs) Another pun, girl. Oh,
6: oh, look at you! You're
0: so (laughs) cute!
1: So, now it seems... It seems like he definitely went down there and never came out. But they're not throwing away the idea that it might be slightly staged.
0: You mean he never came out the way that guy that gave you the hickey in the shower in college eventually did?
1: You worked really hard on that one. Sometimes your brain fascinates me. It's really, really great sometimes.
0: Wow. So anyway... Jennifer, are you going to be able to make an episode out of this?
1: <laughs> Jennifer just, I like you know those like memes of people just like throwing I papers. Know. She's like,
0: <laughs> I quit. Like she gets to a point where like, okay, they're in a groove, they're going to keep yeah, telling the yeah. story, and then with something like that, she just, you just hear her like, when, and that's her head hitting her computer. Did you
1: see on the Facebook group someone said let's make a GoFundMe for Jennifer so that she'll sneak <laughs> yes, us the unbeat episodes?
0: Totally, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer would never. Jennifer. So the sheriff in Tennessee has to go tell Ben's family, like, "Oh my God, he went for a dive. We found his tanks, but we haven't found him." And
1: poor Mama Patty is just hysterical again, and she is slowly breaking my heart. And they explain to them exactly what happened. And this was a super high traffic area for diving. They explained the gate. Now, in Do you my think there was
0: a gay guarding that gate.
1: Hey, <laughs> bitch!
0: That's the water bubbles underwater. He sounded like this.
1: <laughs> they were like, I thought you were gay at the gate? And be yeah. like, times is tough. I, I know. got two
0: jobs. And he's literally like, <laughs> You're motorboating. He said, I have all the bottom time.
2: Uh. <laughs> the last people to see Ben say he was swimming past the area in the cave known as the gate.
5: Vortex has a system where if you're a certified cave diver, you take your cave diving certification to the desk. And you leave it there, and they give you a key to the
4: gate. And when you resurface, you return that key and you sign out so they can verify that you have indeed left the cave and you're not in there. So I the Vortex. This
1: is what I said put a pin in earlier. Can at-
0: you just remind them the, the Vortex is what they call the spring? They
1: know! Okay. They're cleaning their kitchens, but they know! <laughs> Don't We're forget j- the corners! <laughs> I can see your baseboards! <laughs> so, at the Vortex, which is where the dive is, he makes me say these things, <laughs> if you are a cave dive certified diver, yeah. you can go and get the key. There's a literal key to the gate. Now, the, the gay at the gate <laughs> is not going to let you in without a key. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Can you just let me in? I forgot my key upstairs. (laughs) So, in order to go get the They have a
0: system to make sure, like the open water movie that we talked about, they have a system at the Vortex to make sure this doesn't fucking happen. Right.
1: And then my first, when they said that on the episode, my first instinct was, well, the fuck is Ben? You guys should have known that Ben wasn't back because you must have had his certification so... Turns out,
0: you got, I said back in Vortex Pranks, we learned some shit.
2: While talking to people who knew Ben, investigators discover a troubling fact. He is not a certified cave diver.
5: He had self-taught himself to cave dive, which may not be the safest thing in the world
3: to do. He wasn't certified with the cave diving, but knew exactly what he should and shouldn't do.
1: He wasn't certified. He didn't have a
3: fucking key to the gate, you guys.
1: Right. So he was certified as a scuba diver, but he didn't have the special certification to be a cave diver, to which then set off alarms in my head. How did I go cave diving in Sardinia? <laughs> That's a little weird. But, but anyway. I'm screaming,
0: how the fuck did this guy get a key? And I'm remember that guy, Eduardo? Yep. Who's the friend? I'm like, Is, Eduardo, did you give him your fucking key? And then they, like, don't immediately tell us. And yeah. I thought we weren't going to find out, but we do.
1: So Eduardo... Eduardo spills the tea and bitch, do not burn your tongue on that scalding hot water because Eduardo tells us he used to break in and sneak under the gate. So remember the sign
0: next to the gate that says there's nothing worth back here worth dying for? Yeah. Ben would lift up the gate and swim underneath it. But you guys, it's certain death back there, which is what it fucking seems like if you're not certified. Get a better fucking gate. If you can lift that gate up, anybody would swim underneath it.
1: So, Eduardo, was like I knew he was lifting up the gate. I knew he was sneaking in and sneaking under So And it's kind of dangerous. Yeah, to do and it I that didn't way. want him to get stuck because when you see this gate yeah. on the episode, it looks medieval. Yes. You know? Totally. And so he didn't want him getting stuck. So he's like, listen, I know you're doing this on the sly. I know you're not supposed to be doing it, but let me just open this gate for you safely, because you're gonna do it unsafely anyway. But my thing, like is
0: Eduardo, look I good for you for owning up to telling us this fucking story, yeah. but that's not what you should have done, girl. I'm sorry, but like Eduardo, you've got blood on your hands, girl. Like you should have Gone, like I know it's 300 feet to the top and it's not going to be quick yeah. but you got to go back up there and be like some fucking guy is swimming under the gate and he could die back there yeah. Like, or go with him at least these rules are in place for a reason I know, and
1: I see why he was doing it because yes. they call it cowboy that is a real thing they call it cowboy diving people who don't dive under certifications and do things like take off their tanks and free uh-huh. dive to die so he was basically like being a cowboy and he oh was in God. his mind he was like trying to protect him
2: it's been over 48 hours since Ben McDaniel was seen swimming into the cave at Vortex Spring,
5: the uh, Vortex is pretty much a one-way in and one-way out cave system. It's extremely restrictive.
7: Most of the caves in Florida are more like Swiss cheese. You go in and there's multitudes of passages. Um, you don't find that in Vortex. It's pretty much a tube.
1: Now this particular cave, it should be said, only had one way in and one way out. There are Which is unusual, they say. Because it's like a long tube. One way
0: in, one way out. Yeah.
1: To the point where divers even had to go single file through the vortex. You couldn't even go side by side. It was that tight. Guys, when you see this video, it's crazy. It is so crazy.
0: They say that of all divers, only one percent are cave diving certified, and most of those won't go to the vortex. Exactly. Because it's too dangerous.
1: So the cave goes back 1,500 feet. We see a map. So the thing
0: is, it says 1,500 feet and then beyond that, it says exploration continues. It goes on farther than the 1,500 feet but no one's been back there. Basically,
1: the map was like, I mean, it goes on farther but bitch, (laughs) I'm not going back there and I'm not making you a map. So good luck. No, because we learn
0: eventually that like the tube gets narrower and narrower and narrower. The 1,500 foot mark is really as far as you can go and have any chance of getting back out alive.
1: Right. So, all these recovery teams are going down looking for Ben, and they keep coming back empty-handed. And beyond just looking for Ben, they were also looking for uh, signs that he was there. Like, his tank would have scuffed the limestone. They say it would be if,
0: obvious. Yeah, like the, the signs that he were in there would be obvious. Right, the
1: disruption in the sand, and they say it takes years for limestone to, yeah. like, lose those disruptions that should have been there had he gotten stuck back and there. And
0: they, So they're saying he didn't come back here. All we know for sure because people saw him, including Eduardo, who let him in and shouldn't have. He got through the gate. That's as far as we know. Right. And he hasn't come back up. So the, the assumption is that he swam down into the vortex. Yeah. But there's no evidence of that. There's no indication that a guy his size was down there.
1: So they get in touch with Ed Sorensen. Now, Ed Sorensen, like I said before, he is an expert diver. When you give him a goob, a million things come up. He is so renowned in the world of diving. Yeah. He was the only expert diver willing to go into the cave.
2: Now it's Ed Sorensen. Turn. He prepares to dive up to what is known as the last restriction, one of four extremely narrow areas in the cave at Vortex Spring. So the first
7: part of the cave had been checked. I was basically going to the back of the cave where nobody else could go. And the last two restrictions, I actually couldn't fit with my head upright. I actually had to turn my head sideways so I could get through the restrictions. It just continually gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller as you go.
1: It is so tight that he can't even swim straight. He has to physically turn his head yeah. in order to get into some of these tight crevices of this cave. This is underwater. Honestly, I could see people getting very, like, panicky oh, even yeah. just watching
0: this. I mean, he even says that, like, the world-renowned divers who went in before him, two of them almost yeah. died. I
1: mean, I was just sitting on my couch watching this, and I was flung into involuntary cardiac arrest just by I know. watching these videos when of I- I'm like, divers. when I
0: was on the Eiffel Tower, for example, I was thinking one earthquake. All it would take is one earthquake and this whole thing tumbles and we all die. Imagine you're in that little tiny fucking tube. Yeah. Any geological shift that happens down there yeah. and one rock falls in the wrong place, you're going to die in that cave. It... And think about it. You're going to die in that cave with 90 minutes of oxygen. Yeah. So you know you're going to be there for 90 minutes, oh, knowing you're going to die. Oh,
1: God. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. So Ed ascends... I
0: never stop thinking about
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> Just so you know. So Ed ascends and he comes up with none of the answers that anybody wants he's like ben is not in that cave yeah and the family is confused and more over confusing i I understand
0: that it's sad but it's like these people know what to look for they're like not only did we not find a body there's nowhere for his body to have gone if he died and there's also no like marks to indicate that somebody was down here like i get that it's sad but why are you also confused
2: looking for clarity The McDaniels hire the man who mapped the Vortex Spring Cave back in 2003. He agrees to venture as far as Ed Sorensen did and record a video of it.
3: And he had filmed about half of of what he said he was going to film. He only videoed uh, up to the first restriction, I believe.
2: He tells the family that his camera wouldn't fit through the cave opening and that he forgot to bring his smaller camera with him.
1: When he gets down there, he's like, you know what? Forgot how fucking tight this was down here. Turns out, brought the wrong goddamn yeah, camera. Yeah, they say he they, he
0: forgot to bring his smaller camera. Yeah, he was camera. like,
1: royal really tight down here, and he was like. He's like, ugh, I don't look, it's been being a long site. pandemic
0: for everybody, Ellen, all right? You God know, damn it.
1: You know what I mean? So then he comes up from the dive and he's like, you know what? I brought the wrong camera, and they're like, Will you please go back down? Yeah. And he ghosts them. There, he's like, I, you know what I will? Call
0: me tomorrow. We'll we'll do this all over again next weekend. Ghosts, ghosts. blocks, Ghost. they never no. hear from again.
1: He's like, Bitch, I made those maps. I know. I'm telling you. Ed Sorensen told you he <laughs> wasn't down there. He wasn't down there. He wasn't down, down there. The family does something really, really upsetting next. I do not blame them. I understand they were distraught and under emotional I'm sorry, duress. It's
0: total bullshit. I'm with everybody who got mad about this. They're well,
1: they're grieving, they're sad, they're confused, and they desperately want to find their son. But this is what they do.
2: Desperate. The family offers a $10,000 reward for anyone brave enough to search for Ben. Many members of the dive community are outraged by the proposal. They feel it's hazardous to turn such a dangerous dive into a kind of treasure hunt. The
7: kind of dive professionals that can do that kind of thing have already been contacted. They've already been there. The kind of people you're going to get with a monetary reward are yahoos that need money. It's irresponsible and it's dangerous
0: they were really fucking mad yeah, and the- I agree because they're saying everyone who can do this remember 1% of divers are cave certified yeah. all of them did this cave already right. including Ed Swordson who went all the way as back as far as, as any human had ever been and they're saying the only people left are the people like your son yeah. who are not qualified to exactly. do dives like this but need the money and we know how easy it is to slip under that fucking gate yeah. or have Eduardo meet you down there and just use his key
1: yeah, exactly. So they it's already were- like- me it- I could use 10 grand the, the dive community was just like this is irresponsible that yeah. you can't do this because some diver who thinks they're the shit's gonna yeah. be like yeah i'm gonna go down to that cave and get me some 10 g's yeah no, no. It's, it's you're reckless. gonna die down there i'm sis. just saying i understand that first of all they weren't at you know educated in you know diving yeah they didn't know well, you but...
0: you certainly understand not well thought out things uh uh-huh, you know what more I mean? on that. No, you can like relate to like flying by the seat of your pants. Uh You know what I mean? Like, making bad decisions. Yeah, like
1: joining this podcast. What
0: else? Uh Uh-huh. I would say Cougar Hot Summer is... Great decision. It's veering towards bad decision. Yeah,
1: could. Yeah, we'll
0: see. We'll see if I end up on an episode.
1: Please make it good. Steve, thank
0: you so much for being my new Uh co-host. Awkward. (laughs) Our first episode together again is... Tells the story. All right, you guys. Season 13, episode one, (laughs) Screaming Banshee tells the story of the disappearance of, say it with me, (laughs) Ellen Marie Marsh. (laughs) Screaming Banshee.
1: Screaming. The title of it is, is it really Screaming Banshee? I thought I was the Screaming Banshee. Okay. Turns out, Screaming Banshee. Screaming
0: Banshee. So the investigators on the case are like, we're gonna, we're not quite done with the caves yet. Yeah. I, and again, I get the dogs are magical creatures, but they're gonna bring in cadaver dogs to smell a lake that's three hundred fucking feet deep. Yeah. For like a dead body.
1: The dogs actually alerted straight to the water, I which was know. pretty. The poor dogs are like, I'm in this water. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Don't, they're just like,
0: dog. is the is the lake dead? <laughs> the I found poor it. Dogs
1: were so confused. They even take water samples to test the water for any kind of decomposition which is i'm sorry like i'm not a scientist but like things die in that water every day that's why it was inconclusive because I, I know that I was a weird thing
0: did, you, you know every time we get mad when it takes nine months for the dna results yeah. come back, this shit is why
1: yeah stop testing the
0: water <laughs> where things die every day yeah is it a fish <laughs> right. we don't we
1: don't know let's run it again is it an eel <laughs> i hate those things <laughs> fucking gross
2: after a month of coordinated searches The Holmes County Sheriff's Office borrows an underwater remotely operated vehicle camera that can feed video to the McDaniel family on shore. The hope is that the unmanned camera will be able to film the back of the cave, which has never been done before. But over the next eight emotional hours, divers aren't able to get the camera much deeper into the cave.
6: The cable got so heavy as it went further back that the little camera couldn't move. This
0: is where they're offered a camera to go all the way to the end, and I feel like every single fucking diver who risked his life was like, a camera was an option the whole fucking time? (laughs) Yeah, they're like,
1: I did that!
0: I'm fucking (laughs) Sorensen! Google me, bitch! Remember when I had to turn my head sideways (laughs) and I couldn't see anything and I thought I was going to die? We could have just used a camera?
1: I mean, it turns out the camera isn't that helpful, but it gets like... <laughs> stuck on all these rocks and, like... Cameras the are ca- so stupid. The cables are... What the fuck is wrong with you, cameras? <laughs> <laughs> the, fuck, the fuck is wrong with this camera? <laughs> so... Uh, nothing comes of that dive either. Guys, Ed Sorensen's at home. He's like, bitch, I told you. I know,
0: I'm Ed fucking Sorensen.
1: <laughs> he's not down I there. I mean, where is he? So but we're he's not, not down there. We're
0: not done looking yet.
1: So now they start looking into Ben McDaniel as a person. And everybody says that he was very well liked. He was fun. He was always smiling. But the but, question
0: is, yeah. like, was he in a bad, dark place? Right. And the answer is
4: maybe.
2: Two years earlier, his youngest brother, Paul, died suddenly from a stroke at the age of 22. Ben seems to take the loss the hardest.
4: Ben and Paul were best friends. It changed his world. It changed him. He was much more withdrawn, depressed. Ben had confided in me that he had cried in front of me more than anyone he ever had in his entire life
1: the death was unexpected and devastating and that
4: is scarring for life for sure
1: yeah. yeah and it changed his life it sort of sent him into a depression I mean how could it not yeah and his girlfriend at the time who is here for this interview at Testis just sort of how low he was so then they start to think about maybe he intentionally you know was looking for a way to end his life
0: and so maybe he swam too far and, and this is where they say that like you know that map that like at 1500 feet it's just like TBD like there's more shit back yeah. here but ain't no human being gonna find it exactly they're wondering if Ed Sorensen or one of our dive experts is saying you actually could if you get to that point you could squeeze yourself through there but you could not squeeze yourself back through oh there so like no one's been back there yet also again there's no like because it's so narrow there would have been scarring all over the walls there yeah. would have been like lots of clues to say that Ben had been there and there were none of those yeah. I don't it's think like, that's it's like I what told happened. you I
1: does anyone want to fucking listen to the dive expert <laughs> right <laughs> So at this time, rumors are flying that he wanted to escape his family and his life. And if you feel like taking a Reddit dive, there yeah. are a lot of Reddit threads on this case that have nothing to do with anything that was discussed and disappeared. I mean, this story is well documented. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. So if you feel like doing that, by all means.
0: I'm like super interested in that. And it's also like there are so many questions of like, did he stage his own death and take off? And they say there actually is some evidence for that, that like because the decompression tanks were only half full. And the cave divers say, like, it makes no sense. A diver
1: would never do that, would never go down there ill prepared. And also, there were some, some of his logs didn't match up. Some of his maps were not. Well, remember, he spent
0: that day, like, doing dives and mapping the cave. And when you look at those maps, it's like, no, that doesn't match up at all. Yeah. And And so they're saying, like, maybe maybe he never, exactly, maybe he never was in the water that day at all. And it's like, did he sort of, like, take his tanks and throw them in so somebody would find them and then, like, not actually go down there? Like, well, except that we know Eduardo let him into the gate. So he was down there at some point. Or did he? Oh, do we think that Eduardo is lying?
1: (gasps) There are some people online. Look it up online. Because we, you know, I told, when we started this this recording, I said, there is so much shit online. And Patrick was like, we just have to cover what's on the episode because it really, really does take some twists and turns. We'll talk about a short documentary that they do on this later. But all to say, this case is very, very much open.
0: Well, and we learned, too, that like he might have had reason to fake his death and run off because prior to moving to Florida, he'd been an entrepreneur. When he was 18 years old, he started a construction business that was growing really fast. And then in 2008, with like the economic downturn, his business took a huge hit and he had hired a guy. He like, in addition to his business taking a big hit, he had hired a guy to work for him who immediately was like, you know what? I want to do this.
4: Yeah.
3: He'd recently hired a new guy to help him go to all the jobs because Ben was on the phone trying to bring in the business.
4: That individual wanted to own his own construction business and saw Ben as competition.
3: This guy was taking his clients and telling them to call him and not to call Ben anymore, and basically bankrupted uh, Ben's construction company.
2: After 12 years in construction, Ben was forced to close up shop.
0: So after 12 years in the construction business, he's got a close-up shop, and he's 500 fucking thousand dollars in debt. I couldn't... When they said 500 I, I was like, no. But that
1: would be enough to make you run off and maybe, like, fake your own death and start a new life. Absolutely. $500 would make me want to start a new life if it meant getting the fuck away from yep. the, your claws. <laughs> So it's February 2011, six months later. Now, there's a ton of conspiracy theories. And like I said, this story has broken in the dive community, in the dive world. I <sighs> which like, I said, calm down, diving community. How about you go dive? Yeah, but then they kind of turn on him. I know, that's and what I'm saying. they were like, well, you know, again, he was being a cowboy diver. He wasn't certified to yeah. do that dive. We have all of these rules and tests and all of these hours that you have to log for a reason. So they were not actually thinking too high highly of him in the community. I mean, they use him as a cautionary tale. Like, the Ben McDaniels story is very, very famous. But we
0: don't know what happened, and that's where this woman, this fucking down bitch, Jill Heineth, they describe her as one of the premier cave divers in the world, and she gets involved, and she reaches out to the family, and she's like, you know what, I want to go in there once and for all, let the women do the work. If he's in there, I'm going to find him.
6: Jill dove all the way to the back, videotaped it, we saw where they got to the last restriction, just got you know, narrow and narrow and narrow.
2: Like every diver before her, Jill emerges from the depths of Vortex Spring with the opinion that Ben is not in the cave. But she does make a startling discovery.
4: In the back of the cave, she did find an army issue folding shovel right next to the K wall.
2: She
0: does find a piece of like an army issue shovel that no one else had seen before.
4: Right.
1: And this is where Mama Patty, yeah. she gives us a little shade, yeah. a little side eye. And she basically was like, nobody else found that shovel. So I'm not quite convinced they all got that far.
0: Well, but you know what though? Like who's to say? Because if that shovel's been there the whole time, how did everybody else miss it?
1: But remember Ed's Robinson talked about the visibility. Visibility yeah. changes from day to day. It depends on the weather. It depends on the time of year. So maybe it was, I mean, it gets really but dark down there. If
0: his shovel was there, does that prove that he was
1: there? They'd think it's his shovel.
0: Well, right. And that's the thing. It's like they say he takes a shovel because he likes to dig when he goes diving. Guess what? I bet a lot of divers like to do that. Exactly. And if it's an army issue shovel, a lot of people, anybody who was in the army who's also a diver could be a candidate for having left that shovel. Exactly. There.
1: And Mama Patty is like, maybe he got to that restriction. Maybe he didn't. I was like, wow, give me some bless your heart, Mama Patty.
0: Yeah. And then Jill Hineff tells this fucking terrifying story to Mama Patty where she's like, here's the thing. Sometimes when divers are down there and they realize they don't have enough oxygen, like they are going to die, (sighs) they will just panic and find a way into one of those like nooks and crannies that people talk about. And she's like, but there aren't any here. Remember, this is like a long, like slick tube and any little place where there was anything to look behind, they look behind it and he's not fucking there, you guys.
1: So we hear Mama Patty just talk about, you know, the complications of losing two sons. With Paul, obviously that was a tragedy, but she had his body to lay to rest. You know, they could have closure. And in this incredibly unfair twist of fate, she had, she lost a second son. Which is just... I, I know. It is, it is beyond tragic. And they don't have his body. They don't have any physical closure to give to him in any way. So when Paul, they had donated all of his organs, yeah. which is beautiful. And, and with, they started with,
0: a foundation. And they
1: started a foundation. And then they lost a second son. And they started a grief group. And they just talk about being committed to helping others through tragedy. And, you know, they keep his dog Spooner and yeah. um, all these things. And they close by saying, you know, that every parent would want to bury their child in Obviously, we wish them closure and some kind of end to this tragic story. Yeah. So, again, there's tons and tons of conspiracy theories everywhere from the owner of Vortex Springs being involved to him running off to somebody getting rid of him. I mean, you really can go on a dive. But if you want... <laughs> you really can oh go on Oh, my God. A dive. I said it again. <laughs> but if you want to look at that documentary that Jill made, it yeah. is fascinating. I started it. It is a, a video short. It was made in 2012. It's called Ben's Vortex and the circumstances of ben's disappearance is still unclear the case is still open it is classified and remains unsolved so if you have any information regarding the disappearance of ben mcdaniel please call the holmes county sheriff's office at 850-547-3681 this case where is is Where the he? hell is he? This case is banana. Yeah. Say something funny. Uh should we change it from
0: hot cougar summer to hot deep penetration summer? <laughs>
1: they said penetration so many times. I, I said g-
0: deep penetration. I got I got
1: uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: when they were like Ed Sorison penetrated deeper than any man had ever penetrated before. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'd like to see that. And then and then the gay was like, thank you, bitch!
1: It's a bottomless summer, bitch! <laughs> bow,
0: bow, bow, bow. bow, bow. You guys, if you're listening to this when it first drops, come see us on tour. If you're in Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, or Denver, we're coming to your city this week. DisappearPod.com. Click on the See Us Live link. Tell them to join the Patreon.
1: Join the Patreon. We have three bonus episodes and ad-free episodes. Every month. And then they, but there's like 30 of them now. No, there's actually more. Okay. Yeah. Our there's friend a- Ali Foster sent me a list and said she's sick of you underrepresenting <laughs> how many Patreon episodes we have. So how have. many do we have? Like 47. You guys,
0: there's so much more, Ellen and me. I got to tell you... you you think we're dirty here? You think we air the dirty laundry here? Have we here? Been dirtier
1: over the years? Well, we just years.
0: air the secrets over there more than we do here, I think. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: that's it. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear from us. No.
0: <laughs> Join us at the Facebook group, Obsessed with Disappeared, disappeared Podcast, Podcast Discussion, discussion group. group. Who
1: made that name? I don't know.
0: Join us on the Instagram, The Disappeared Pod. That's it. I love you. That's
1: it. I love you. We love you so much. Thanks for hanging with us. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.
0: There's a lot to scuba into with this one. Yeah.
1: We're going to, we're really going to, no, I don't know. (laughs) I I got nothing because I didn't plan it. No, but there's a lot of, of. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: Did you watch it?
1: I, what if, what if I just kept going off track? Cause like I didn't watch it. I'm like, you know what? I'll wing it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I can wing it. (laughs) I am not okay. keep all of this in at What is wrong with me? I don't know. He was. Actually.
0: are we, oh, are we doing this? Oh, oh, you were, oh, oh, sorry, that was rhetorical. You can't stay here, bitch! Wait, mine's really funny. It sounds like underwater bubbles. Do it again. That's really funny. Go do it again.
1: No, but the point is... Jennifer, what does that sound like? In order? Can you tell what I'm saying? Yes, I can tell what you're saying. We'll see if Jennifer does. Oh, my God. You're like the incredible Mr. Limpet. Anyway...